Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we we talk about the Elimination Chamber, if, if any of us woke up at 2 a.m. And the answer is yes, we'll get into that. We get to preview AEW's Revolution and Sting's last week with AEW. But first, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here the model, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. We oui, we oui, Ricky Martin. And the marquee, Mike Booble. All hail me. You are you are the overlord, I guess, right? So, not this week, sir. Ah, okay, just the marquee. Okay. Well, sadly, we have to start the show off with the passing of Ole Anderson at the age of eighty-one. Yeah, old Ole or Alan Rogowski. Um, Ole Anderson, one of the more divisive people in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah, I was going to say notorious. Um, yeah. Uh, there are some that love him uh, in the business. Most who were dealt with him hated him. Um, <laughs> I always enjoyed him as a... By the time I came along watching, he was gone already. But it didn't take me long to, to watch older stuff. And I always kind of enjoyed Ole. He was a great promo. I mean, a fantastic promo. I mean, he was real. You you thought that guy was real. Um, and got to give him props. He's one of the few men in the history of the business to straight up tell Vince McMahon to fuck off and never give him the time of day. Even even told off Linda the one time they met in person. I like it. I respect that. Um, great promoter. Made good money as a promoter. Made good money as a, a booker course made good money as one half of the famous anderson's tag team with uh with gene first of all and then with lars later on and then in the last couple of years of his career helping a, a youngster by the name of uh, arnold anderson um become something um and uh just a miserable old prick and i say that in the most respectful way because i like miserable old pricks this reminds <laughs> me of like the guys i used to see when i was growing up you know uh, Mr. Uh, Ulala had a great quote on Facebook. He lived into his 80s because, quite frankly, he was probably just too damn stubborn to die. <laughs> uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it's, it was a, it's a great line, great quote, um, and it's the truth. So uh, rest in peace, Ole, you miserable bastard. And uh, I remember Cornette always had a quote that he knew he had made it one day when when Ole's like, you know what, Cornet Jim, you're moving up the list because there's just so many other people dumber than you are. <laughs> um, any I, uh, and I would say any matches you recommend? No, I mean, he, I mean, there are no. some not that's readily available. His heyday was the '70s. Mm. Um, there, I mean, there's good matches from the Crockett era, like '85, '86, uh, with him and Arn teaming up. Uh. There's good matches to him and Dusty. Uh, if you want to go, if you really want to see Ole at his best, go on YouTube and look up his turn on Dusty in 1980 in Georgia. It's now, now hold on, Corey. Are you telling me somebody turned on Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, I mean, those two had a blood feud forever, right? <laughs> and Ole turns babyface, and this thing is like a year in the making, and he turns on him. And then he explains. He does an interview, and that's part of the YouTube thing. He does he does the interview about how he 
he went to extreme lengths to 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 get to Dusty. He even had to team up with all these freaking baby faces he couldn't stand. These losers like Tommy Rich and so on and so forth, just to get inside his good graces. And then as soon as I could, I stabbed him in the back. Um, it's great stuff, <laughs> top tier stuff. I feel like yeah. Ole and Bill Watts would have been oil and water, or maybe oil and oil. I don't know. It's just one of those things. They're either going to like butt heads or get along fantastically. You just don't know which one it is. <laughs> See, the most prickly uh, executive is not the right word. Uh, the answer is yes. He's yes. one of the most prickly <laughs> everything's in wrestling. Quite frankly, he was just a prick. But you know what? <laughs> I love him. I love him for that. I've always been a big Ole Anderson fan. Just because he's a miserable old son of a bitch. And you know, and he, he, looked, he looked and acted that way when he was in his 30s, too. So, you know. All right, Corey. I'm going to put you on the spot. Ranking the Andersons. Oh, well, he's the best one. Honestly. When you look at everything he accomplished, because he was also such a, a fantastic and successful booker and uh, and uh, territory who ran a territory, um, and then I'm gonna go Arn Arnold, because I don't know much about Lars other than he wasn't you know he was in cahoots with The Rock's grandma running Hawaii in the '80s and New Zealand, oh, uh, and Gene. And Gene was just way too before my time. I, I've never even seen Gene wrestle. So I really can't. So the ones I've seen, it's it's only than Arn. Uh, unless you want to get super meta and, can, and count CW and Carl. I, was, <laughs> I brought that one up. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, what about CW? <laughs> what about Mr.? Uh, yeah, they don't talk about him. Yeah, the black Wait, sheep of the is family. Is Mr. Anderson the illegitimate love child of Vince McMahon and the Andersons? <laughs> illegitimate bastard child of Vince McMahon and Ole Anderson. God, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's a perfect segue. <laughs> I guess maybe. No, it's not. Um, the. Elimination Chambers this past weekend. Any of you wake up at 2 a.m.? You've got to no. be fucking kidding me. I You seriously asking that? So so, so no joke, because uh, uh, Joe, Joe Ben and the producer and I had talked about it. I was going to, and then <laughs> probably because of uh, the drinks we had Friday, uh, it's the first time I slept solidly through the night in months, so I did not. <laughs> I got some very much needed sleep. <laughs> I would. I didn't even bother watching it until like late Saturday night because I just it was. Uh, let me let me sit you into this weekend. I want you to know something between Japanese time, Australia time, and time in the old USA. There were four pay per views within twenty five hours, and all at different times. You could have watched them all concurrently at different time frames. But yeah, within 25, 26 hours, there were like four different pay-per-views. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So no. And I watched all of them. Concurrently? Including a TNA pay-per-view. No. Well, no. I, 
But uh, this, this, I don't know. I thought this show sucked. I did wake up by that because the producer had a 2 a.m. alarm because she wanted to. And she lasted about halfway through the eliminate, women's elimina- elimination chamber and then she fell back asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. What did you think? You watched it, I'm sure. I did. I got to. I bet you loved it. No, I got to um, uh, Grayson Waller segment, and then I was like, "All right, oh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to bed now. I'm gonna go back to bed, and I'll come back to the final two because I know what's going to happen. The final two. So I was just like, I don't need to. That fucking Grayson Waller segment was twenty something minutes, the, and it was one of the worst, most cringe worthy fucking things I've ever seen. On a pay- I can't believe they put that on what they call a PLE. I cannot believe they made Seth Rollins on one leg travel 18 hours across the fucking planet to do that. You have got to be kidding me. Yeah, it Seth was... Rollins, who, by the way, came out dressed as 1999. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, yeah, not good. And it's... <laughs> Let, we'll bring it up now just because we're talking about it and how it has nothing to do with the the, the card. Um, you have Grayson Waller and you have uh, what's his nuts with him? Awesome Austin Theory. Theory. Oh, he and was Austin... the worst part of that whole thing for me. Yes, he, he was. was. Oh, yeah. So bad. I don't understand that if he's the heel with the hometown hero kind of thing of Grayson Waller being, you know, in Australia and everything. And then Austin Theory shitting on them before he en- introduces Grayson Waller, and d- hey, then does so the whole storyline continuity means a lot to this company, obviously. You, you never mind that. And then you have uh, them doing all the talking, and then basically Cody challenges The Rock to a match which, anytime rock wants which was a waste of time since there's no other big show between here and mania and you know the rock ain't gonna work a random smackdown in a match i don't know guys that san antonio raw is coming up everybody loves to go to san antonio Ugh, says no one <laughs> i'm not even sure people in san antonio like to be in san antonio they don't um but yeah, the rollins saying that he's almost medically cleared to return and then gives uh, theory the boot after the cutter. Um, but yeah, that was a useless twenty five minutes. Um, I love. Man, I, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah. the fact that they had the world heavyweight champion out there to be Cody's version of Austin Theory, just his fucking second <laughs> to mimic yeah. everything he was saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and my issue, like, like other than just this was a a waste of twenty five minutes. Uh. They said the same thing they said two weeks ago, only worse. <laughs> like two weeks ago, it was a fire promo. This, not so much. <laughs> yeah, this was god awful. I, I, I couldn't. I was sitting there watching this thing, going, "What in the fuck am I watching?" Yeah, it was. I have a bit of well, a different view. Not like it's weird, right? I thought if this had been like a Monday Night Raw. It would have been a fire episode of Raw, but because they called this a pay-per-view and took four and a half hours to give us four matches, uh, it was it was rough. That's what you I know, was going to bring up. Go you ahead. know why that happened, don't you? 
I did not know this until the day of the show, but this was a sold show. Meaning well, the, got it. Yeah. yeah, Perth paid for it. It's like a, it's like a, it's, it's like a Saudi it's a, show. It's a Saudi show. They paid for it. But so a, the unwritten rule in pro wrestling is if if you do a sold show, you never try that hard on that show because you've already made your money. Fuck them. Yeah, because what that's, was that's it? A, Four hour show, like someone did the statistics, and it's like a four hour show, five matches or six match. Oh, is it five? No, there were five four matches. matches on the show. Yeah, four matches, including your fifth, you know, the pre show match, and and it was four and a half hours or four hours, including pre show. Yeah, yeah, and an hour forty five of it was wrestling. Yeah, and like there's like. Hey, at least we got like eight different commercials for Western Australia and how beautiful yeah. it is. Yeah. If you go to this location, you can see koala bears. If you go to this location, you can see koala bears uh, at night. Now I'm really looking forward to those pay-per-views <laughs> this year in France and Germany and shit. At you know, least those France would be too. like noon our time. So, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. There are going to be sold shows with propaganda commercials talking about how great each place is. And then more power to him. Western Australia looks beautiful. I'm I never going to go there. I will say it's better than the commercials for Riyadh. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least, at least these women have like, rights hey, our now. Women, yeah. Our women can drive now. I mean, well, allegedly. No, that, I was going to say something. They fixed that issue. So we'll move on. Mm. Ah, <laughs> they had, they okay. had other issues. They fixed it. Uh, they fixed the situation. <laughs> But you know what? You know what else they were nice enough to do, guys? Uh, because apparently they think their fans are fucking stupid. Like they had a video explaining how the elimination chamber works before the women's match. Okay, that mm -hmm. makes sense. That makes sense. You know, maybe people haven't watched before. But then, like two hours later, they they had to do another video explaining how it works before the men's match. But do they think their fans are like two hours is too long? They forgot how a fucking match works. They do the same thing for the Rumbles. They explain them yeah. both for each match. Like, I, yeah, we saw it. Well, we're good. We, we picked up on it. <laughs> I just, this, this fucking campaign. I yeah. thought the women's elimination chamber was not very great. It was okay. I do have, I'm not even sure it's a hot take. Tiffany Stratton looked really good. Yep. And Naomi was fucking abysmal. Man, Corey, you and I are on the same wavelength there. Tiffany, I thought, was the star in this match. She was the workhorse. You look good. Yeah. She was good. Naomi was. was fucking abysmal. You, you, she, it's, she's real bad, man. She's just not good. That's why she lasted 13 minutes while everybody else was 20 plus. What I don't understand, and I know hers, it's nepotism. I get it. Her husband's there. She's part of that bloodline family. You know, But with her and Nia Jax having such prominent roles on the show, I was like, you know, with as many talented women as they have under contract now, why the fuck would they re-sign these two? Yeah. But, well, nepotism. Yeah, with the Nia thing, uh, obviously it was a Vince call. and I th Honestly, they've used her as good as you could use her the last couple of months. I think they've squeezed whatever you can get out of Nia out of Naya, so hopefully we are moving on from Naya to a degree. Yeah, I was going to say tonight's the apex of it. I mean, after the match where she loses to the dominant champ, what mm -hmm. do you do with her? 
Not much. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we, we move on from her because, you know, I mean, we'll get to it later. Um, well, they started the show off with a pre-show for the women's tag team championship match as the Kabuki Warriors defeat Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. I did not watch it. I didn't even know it was on. I went back later and watched it on YouTube because I'm a sick fuck who's a completionist. That's fair. It wasn't great. It was long. <laughs> I mean. So, uh, how was the reaction for Indy? I heard it was good. She got a good, she got a really good reaction. You know, hometown, that's good. And that's the only reason this match happened. Yeah. And uh, the Kabuki Warriors are a good team. Candace looks like she'd rather be doing anything other than wrestling at this point. But Andy got a good pop. Um, what would you? What did you give this match if you did? Oh Jesus! I, uh, hold on, let me pull up my old oh. ratings here. Okay. Yeah. You um, pull out his gimmick, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I hey, gotta pull out. out my pull out my gimmick here. It's not that big. <laughs> well, just hit the floor. Um, I just know uh, we. The producer set the alarm for 2 a.m. 2 a.m. hit. And then, like, Twitter was like, and the pre-show match. And, you know, two and I a quarter. Don't th- I, two and a quarter. I, I don't think they announced it till like, that morning or that day or, you know, evening for us type situation. And, like, by the way, there's a pre-show match and no one well, knew. Well, because, you know, God forbid Triple H would want to book more than four matches on a fucking four or five hour show. I mean, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. Um, then we start the show off with the women's elimination chamber match as Becky Lynch defeats Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Raquel Rodriguez, and Tiffany Stratton in 32 minutes and 15 seconds. As we were talking about earlier, you know, when Liv Morgan eliminated Tiffany, the crowd booed Liv. Oh yeah, no, they wanted Tiffany. They wanted something different. Um, which I get. Becky Lynch is the intriguing match for Rhea at Mania, but when are you going to start pushing all these younger people that are getting over with the crowd? And I don't know. This seems like maybe you should you, take a chance on one of them. Try to get another me, star. Let me just ask you in this question. Do you think it's because they've done that? I'll, let's say Zack Ryder. We, the crowd went behind Zack Ryder, but once he won that U.S. title quickly change do you think they're afraid that if they do what the fans want the next night it's crickets but again joe, you know joe nobody there remembers zach redder or who he is that is true that is true. no they just they this company has always been about pushing the four or five people they're comfortable with regardless of who's actually over until they leave and they have to pick someone else yeah that's what they um, do We'll be seeing Bailey and Becky in main events in their fifties. Yeah, um, man, yeah, Stratton looked good. Remember we said Naomi didn't. That's why you know, Naomi like, lasted. What I was watching minutes. was <laughs> Tiffany effortlessly hitting all of the moves that Maxine can't. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> maybe maybe we just cut her. Maybe we just. Send her on her way to another career. Well, what they did is they did her dirty because she should still be in tumbling class in the performance center, and they put her up on the main roster. Jesus, man. 
Very Don't worry, close. I have Raw on in the background, and Nia Jax is coming out, so I can find out what lead what her oh, mission. Well, oh no, it's a match. No, never mind. Cancel that, that. Sucks for you. Yeah. Um. um Liv, Liv three Morgan. Stars. Three stars. Was, Liv Morgan with the cool yeah. spot off the top rope with the who was Tiffany laying across the top turnbuckle, and she jumps off top of the cage. I'll take your word for it. Honest to God, I can't remember a single fucking move from this match. Ah, okay. Nia Jax is going to destroy Liv Morgan, so I got that going. Um, our next match was the tag team uh, for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship as the Judgment Day defeats New Catch Republic of Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate in 17 minutes and 25 seconds. This was a good match. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good match. Nothing nothing wrong with this. It um, remind me how good Tyler Bate is. <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe that they've had that guy in developmental for eight years. Because yeah, what is he? He's twenty six. He's twenty six, and he's yeah. he's been in developmental since he was nineteen, and he was one of the best in the world at nineteen. Yeah, um, I agree with you guys about Tyler Bate. Uh, I don't give a fuck about Pete Dunn. God, he sucks. He bores the shit out of me. I like Pete Dunne, but then I'm more of the European, you know, world of sport dude, so I get it. Um, and I like Balor, and I like Damien. So I mean, this was a good match. Uh, just very yeah. thrown together. It was just you know a tag match that yeah the outcome yeah. was never in doubt. So that was kind of a bummer. They need to yeah. do something with the tag belts, man. It's aren't, aren't the rumors are splitting them again? Or I don't I don't even know I, anymore. I no idea. Oh, uh, I mean. It used to be that they'd move them to different teams just to try to get somebody over. Nowadays, they just keep them on the same three teams for you know a year at a time. They don't even try to get anybody over. Well, have you guys heard about the rumor for Mania? No. Oh, do I want to tell you? I do want to tell you because I want to hear your instant reaction. You can tell us because by the time we uh, once the so, show ends, we'll probably know. Because you know, oh, I know it was supposed to be our truth and Miz, and that's. Probably not going to happen with Maurice. Oh my god! Um, so our truth is going to need a new partner, John Cena. Oh fuck him! I don't want to see. You know what? <laughs> oh, no, I've got a lot of heat with him for his wonderful Vince McMahon comments on Howard Stern this past week. Whoa! I didn't know Howard Stern was still alive because who the fuck's loves the Howard Stern? Jesus. No, I, I don't listen to him, but as soon as oh they God. asked about Vince, John Cena's remarks, I was like, fuck you. Did he go robotic and corporate? Yep. I know he well, I love the man and I'm his I'm his friend and you know what I you find out who your friends are when the shit hits the fan and this is a rough situation and we're gonna stand by you and see what happens and uh and I'm like, Really? That's the fucking angle you're gonna take? Role model to millions? <laughs> Make a wish, just, fucking. Uh, juxtapose that with Seth Rollins, right? What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus, man! As soon as I listened to his entire spiel, I was like, "Fuck you, John Cena." Oh, God. Ugh. Um. Our the next match in this four pay per view or daily uh, elimination chamber match for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship match at WrestleMania. As Drew McIntyre defeats Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, L.A. Knight, 
Logan Paul and Randy Orton in 36 minutes and 55 seconds. I've got a hot take now. Um, this used to be my favorite gimmick match. I don't think there's been a good Elimination Chamber match since they baby-proofed it back in 2017. I was going to ask you that. Because they also said in the show, which blew my fucking mind, so I'm trying to get the math right. So with the men's chamber, that would have made it the 34th or 35th chamber match they've ever had. Yep. Uh, the match debuted in 2002. There's been like 37 Royal Rumbles. <laughs> yep. Well, it's because, you know, you've got these fucking yearly pay-per-views where they put two on, whether it's before there was the women's one, they still did one for Raw and one for SmackDown. So two, two every pay-per-view for a year. Oh, mighty man. Yeah. But... They used to be a great match till they baby proofed it, made it all like foam rubber and fucking mat pads and shit. And it hasn't been good since then. It's been since I enjoyed Logan Punk and KO. Himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing new this year was KO, like fucking, or was Logan Paul like drawing with a sharpie in his fucking <laughs> pod waiting to get out that was that's the only new spin put to it i was like well okay at least he's trying well apparently they had microphones that nobody used yeah i didn't know about that yeah, yeah apparently my, they were like, all mic'd and they were supposed to like be cutting promos or whatever and nobody either told them or used it because during <laughs> someone's entrance they they did one of those like graphics above the stadium and it had like everybody in the pod, and then Cole was like, "And the we have microphones and a camera in the pod, so you can see what they're doing." We're here, you know. My God, that's how much I put Cole on autopilot. I didn't catch that at all. <laughs> uh, and you, you, they could, they had to have not told him. You, you're gonna tell me Kevin Owens won't cut a promo when you tell him to, right? That motherfucker will talk like, whenever you give him a chance. You're telling me we missed out on 20 minutes of Logan and Kevin just yelling at each other? That would have yeah. been awesome. I could, now I can totally see Randy Orton just saying fuck that and not saying a goddamn word. <laughs> he just reads a book. <laughs> right. I can totally well, that, get that. That's new. <laughs> Man, I did love, I had the, had the internet uh, worried for a minute. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I did love that. It's called selling people. He's really good right. at it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, that was. Uh... I'm beginning to think that new wrestling fans shouldn't be wrestling fans. Well, I mean, they don't like it when guys look like they're hurt. It's it's kind of the job. You, you well, know, I mean, in their defense, it's a lot of just standing in the ring and trading elbows and not selling anything. So, man, ugh, this this show sucks. Um, I like how they changed course and now they're going towards what's rumored to be a multi-man match with Logan Paul at Mania. With Warden and Owens and maybe a couple of other people. Hmm. Which means they didn't have anything for Warden. That's my guess. Because we just thought it was just going to be Owens and Paul again. But And they even continued that build during the chamber. But then yeah, they yeah. did the Orton-Logan thing at the end, too. Well, and let's then... think about it. What, what did they have for Warden? I mean, you got LA, LA Knight and AJ paired up. You got Owen Which and Paul. I mean, yeah, there's really maybe <laughs> the AJ thing is funny. <laughs> may, maybe he can get maybe he can get uh, a, th- a thumb in his throat by Solo Sokoa or something. We could only be so lucky. Uh, the internet. So WWE had 
AJ Styles fly 30 hours and just to beat him up with a chair. Okay. Checks out. Cost LA Knight the match. That checks out. Well, I like the spin that yeah. AJ AJ hates him so much that he spent $2,000 of his own money just to fly to Australia to beat his ass with a chair. <laughs> He's I mean, that's petty. hatred. That's, that's hatred. That's, that's, real, hatred. Yeah. that's real, brother. <laughs> And then the main event for the Women's World Championship, Rhea Ripley Called defeating Ni- Nia Jax, 14 and a half minutes. Oh, this match was the main terrible. Event. I don't know if I'd go terrible. It was terrible. It was like almost all Nia Jax in control, and then she hit the um, finisher and beer. I was like, that, wow, that was not good. She, she did the Samoan drop on the table that didn't break. Then she jumped off a chair that could have done more ha- dry, when she uh, when she stood on that chair i'm like there's no way she doesn't fall <laughs> on her fucking face that's too far away but she did it she did it to her credit more harm than <laughs> oh god yep yeah the match was the match we knew what was going to happen ria is on the cover ria's been pubbed since day one as she put it this was her wrestlemania so, well, really putting over the next show, WrestleMania. I, I like get it. Home- her moment. Hometown crowd. I mean, I like it. It's just it was a terrible match, fucking abysmal main event. But then again, I mean, the card fucking sucked. There was nothing main event level on any of it. So yeah. And then alleged uh, rumor had it or that Bronson Reed was going to take Seth Rollins on, but. Rollins is hurt, but then also Reed's wife gave birth. So that's I don't know if I believe that rumor because had he done anything with Seth before the show to to warrant a match with Seth for the title? Uh, So, so apparently uh, they were going to start the program the week like after he got hurt, like Arnold got hurt, and the next Uh, week is when they were going to start that build. Because I'm all for Bronson Reed getting a push. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Seth getting hurt because uh, it was going to be or not Punk, but it was going to be um, fucking Christ. By the way, somebody gave me a, an interesting <sighs> response to my to my question I gave you guys about is Undertaker the most overrated main event pushed guy in their company history? Somebody posted to me Seth Rollins. Who? Yeah. Hmm. Nah, I don't co-sign that. No? No, Taker is way worse. <laughs> way worse. <laughs> yeah. That Seth, was always my Seth. thing. Like I didn't I don't didn't like Seth Rollins just in general, but bell to bell was never the issue. That's a good point. Like it's never been like he can't work. And he doesn't have any stinkers like, well, he does the one. I was going to say he doesn't have any of those Psycho Sid Taker title matches on pay-per-view. Yeah. But he does Giant have Gonzalez. that. No, he's got that fiend Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got at least one that just is fucking absolute trash. Yeah, and that's No one's inescapable one. from that, but it's it's he has very few. Or Taker's, most of his are bad. <laughs> he's riddled with them, top to bottom. <laughs> Like okay, I'm gonna spin this a different direction, Corey. Yeah. Main event title matches for Taker. Good one. What do you got? Good ones. 
Uh, right off the top of my head, I can say the Kurt Angle world title match from No Way Out 06 is really good. Okay. That's the first one that jumps to mind. I'm, And I'm sure he's probably got some... I mean, the one with Batista from 23 is a really good match. Man, I just don't like that the way people do. I don't like that That's match. Fair. Although, like, although, a, I mean, to be honest, uh, Batista's on that list for me for overrated main event workers. Could be. I can see that. He's he's a he's better than Goldberg. I'm not saying that, but he's Goldberg esque. Hmm. Like I've Goldberg wishes really... he was Batista for sure, but <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I've never really thought of those. Yeah, that's that's actually not a bad comparison if you want to be honest. Uh, I mean, okay, I'd I, rather I have Batista just... ten, you know, ten ten times out of ten over Goldberg, but I can see Batista being on people's overrated many of them. I can definitely see that. Uh, Seth, prefer... Seth feels that feels personal. <laughs> Seth's really divisive. For some reason, Seth's really divisive with like current, not the new current fans, but like yeah. fans from the last ten years or so. Well, remember, like f- I don't know, five six years ago, he just like would pop off on Twitter and like he was his own worst enemy and oh, that's, really that's alienated a yeah, fuck ton of fans. That's probably those people still have long memories. And they just they confuse Twitter with in like bell to bell. So yeah, you know I I think I think it hit when Moxley left, and then you know (laughs) Seth was the best of all three of them. Yeah, (laughs) like like by a pretty margin. (laughs) That's why I always thought it was weird when they were a trio and they made Dean the solo guy and put Seth with Roman. But but then I got I was like okay he's learning from Seth okay I get it okay that makes sense but, yeah but at first I was like wow that an interesting choice mm-hmm. but yeah no this show sucked in my opinion it was no good uh, WrestleMania I hope is better they we'll got see. three they got four matches announced for it already and there's. I, do you think it looks like they're going Gable and Gunther? Oh, God. It's kind of weird that they're going back to that. They already did a full feud last summer, and the matches were great, but why go back to it? I, I, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Gunther got fucked in this whole situation. Yeah, like, that's, you know. that's a good point. They didn't have anything for him to do after the original uh, so, shit. Yeah. Then somebody I guess my question it. is... Somebody pissed it away. Why not elevate... Uh, fuck Christ's name, Braun Breaker. That's it. Just elevated to that. I I heard rumors of that too, but I like he already took Brock's place in the Rumble. Just elevate him to that. Well, I've heard there's also rumor, and it you know they may do it or they may not. But they've they've been so big on the Braun Breaker Corbin pairing in NXT that they might bring Corbin up with Breaker uh, and do the thing on good for Corbin and get that call up, right. (laughs) Good on him. That, that young upstart, Barry Corbin. <laughs> I will him. say this. I've really enjoyed the uh, uh, the very few, because I don't watch NXT, but on social media they'll post clips. So I've seen some of the backstage shit with Corbin and Breaker, and it's pretty funny. The War like, Dogs? They play well. They play well. No, the Wolf Pup. Wolf oh. Dogs. Wolf Dog. okay. Should... They play well off each other. Should Baron Corbin never leave NXT? Does he just work there 
Well, he worked on the main roster, so they gave him such bad gimmicks that they fucking ruined him. <laughs> Bum ass Corbin, like the Applebee's waiter, he didn't like that. No, like they made him like fucking like a bum, which was funny. He played it really well, but and McAfee helped like, that too. But then they made this rich douche character with a sidekick who was oh. so not funny. Gentlemen, like, we did we not pick up on this? They redid Raven from WCW. Oh god damn it! Oh, and then marks. I was gonna say and. Th- and then they did. Then they did what they always do to make people over, and that's give them JBL as a fucking mouthpiece. <laughs> there it is. And that lasts like three get. weeks. And then why would you give somebody a mouthpiece when they can fucking talk? And especially like JBL, like twenty eighteen. Like, what are we doing? We're still doing JBL. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, we, yeah, we have. Four matches. It looks. Who knows what way they're going to go with Gunther? Um, so, so wait a minute. Hold on. There's four matches announced. Well, we we just uh, experienced. That's that's one night of Mania. So what are the other four matches going to be? Um, I'm assuming <laughs> a. Uh, hey, we have to get videos for West Philadelphia. That right. Vacation spot. <laughs> Only if they yeah. include Patty's Pub. I, I'm assuming some R Truth match. I don't know if it'd be for the titles or. Oh, it's, it's going to be a. Ta- it's well. It's. I think it's going to be the tag match. The tag title match. I think he's winning those titles. Just they got to find him a partner. Which Truth has never had a WrestleMania match. Uh, Is that true? Yes, he has. I can't. He had a tag team title match at 26. Him and, and Jim. Him and Morris. Maybe it was a singles match. Showman. It was one of those things of, or it's one of those things like it was a. I'm trying to remember the the stat. I thought it was that one, but it was like he's never had a singles match. Uh, I was like, there's no way that can be true. <laughs> um, and you probably got that multi man with Logan. And then you have I don't know, no, she do. So what? Owens, Logan, and OKO for the title was a triple threat. Others talk about more. more people. I mean, they, they, you know, they'll try to find places for Zayn and Shinsuke and all those guys too. Like a ladder watch match, maybe. Some, watch it be some sort of clusterfuck ladder match. Yeah. Man, the Logan and Kale thing is so good. Oh, man. We don't need more people. That's a bummer. But can you imagine if they don't do something with him? Like, he was like such a focal point. The main event of night one last year and this year, Zayn might not even make the goddamn card. Who was it that did like they went from like the main event to the kickoff one year? Uh, the Miz almost did. Remember the whole... Who was it? Was it Brian? Uh, no, Brian was on the the kickoff the the year before. He was in the world title match the year after. Okay, but, but the someone Miz did main almost... event. They did the the storyline where the Miz almost didn't make twenty eight. After oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. And he had to he had to join the old uh, team Johnny twelve man clusterfuck tag. That's right. That's what I was thinking of. Which I actually think sucks. It would have been better for the character if he just didn't make the card, and then he could have just cut promos on that for months to heat for sure. Because remember, he cut. Uh, because then years later. When he wrestled at what thirty two, where fucking nobody was, or thirty one, where nobody was there. Yeah, 
didn't let anybody in yet. And he was like, what the fuck is this, dude? What am I doing? There's like two people in the front row, in the front row and that's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, uh, of the four shows I watched, that was easily the worst of the weekend. Uh, did you watch the show where Matt Riddle won the TV title? And... I watched all of them, Joe. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Nick Nemeth winning the Global. How, uh, yep. How'd those go? How'd that any reaction to those, like from the fans' sake? But what do you think? I don't think the crowd knew who Matt Riddle was much. Uh, That's fair in Japan, <laughs> but he kind of won them over by the end of the match because he was, you know, charismatic and high five people on the way down. But yeah, but I don't think they really knew who he was. Um, and when he won, it it didn't get a very loud pop because they were still like trying to figure out: is this guy? Good? Does he deserve this push? What's going on with this guy? Who'd he beat? Um, he beat Tanahashi for the world TV title. Jesus Christ. And it was like an eight-minute squash, too. I mean, it wasn't a full-on squash, but he dominated most of it and pinned him in like a little under eight minutes. So, uh, just real quick, Corey. <laughs> How much money would you have bet that in your lifetime you would see Matt Riddle beat Tanahashi in Japan? <laughs> nah, because... <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have put money on it. No. Um, Jesus Christ. But it happened. And then Nick Nimeth beat David Finley for the global title. That match was better. And at least Nimeth got a pop. Uh, they knew who he was. Is Finley um, leaving? No. They just. He's one of the guys they want to push. And then. But as soon as something else comes along, they're like, you yeah, know, we'll just give it to this guy here. And, uh... <laughs> We'll get we'll, we'll circle around back to you in a while. Don't worry about it. But uh, put, put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah, we'll put a pin on that right there. Um, that was a good match. Um, what else happened? Oh, uh, on that first show, uh, show of the House of Torture defeated El Desperado for the junior heavyweight title. Uh, because one of, the, one of the House of Torture guys hit under the ring, came out and choked him out while the ref was distracted. And you can lose titles by count out in Japan. So he was counted out. So the piece of shit House of Torture guy won the title that way, which just adds more fucking negative heat to that group. I'm telling you, I'm digging it. The next um. night... Okada had his last tag match. You know, it was what it was. Um, funky, we funky Weapon, Ryusuke Taguchi had to team with Nick Nemeth. So they sent Dolph to Japan to team up with uh, Funky Weapon. And they had lots of ass play. And uh, Naito beat Sonata to keep the title. So, yeah. Um, they set up. Nick Nemeth and Tanahashi at Sakura Genesis for that global title. He wanted, he challenged uh, Tanahashi. And also, Dolph's, or Nemeth said he's going to bring the global title to TNA and everywhere else he wrestles and depend, defend it in America, wherever he is. Which would explain why he won that title. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Everybody thought he was uh, TNA first and Japan second. And in fact, everybody thought he was losing this match and just having a you know one tour. But instead, he he wins the title. He's going to defend it everywhere. Plus, there was a TNA pay per view this weekend, and he was in Japan working on their shows. 
nowhere to be seen for the TNA show. Has he like fully like established himself in TNA, or did he, did he just show up? No, he was signed and he's under contract. Weird. But apparently, the New Japan pro shows come first, brother. As who knows what's going on with TNA? They had a pay per view and it was good. It was better than Elimination Chamber, but it wasn't great. Um, here's what they do with Josh Alexander, their best wrestler. They uh, they roll over the contract and then they have him wrestle Simon Gotch on pay per view. If you remember Simon Gotch Simon of the Villains, Gotch. Oh yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. So yeah, at least they're utilizing them well. I mean my God. Right. I just bring Maven in. Like what the fuck are we doing? And Mustafa Ali won the X Division title beating Chris Saban in a good match. Is that all the That's pretty shows? much all that happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. By the way, I think I did find who main evented WrestleMania and then did not do anything the next week, next year. Who? Big show. Will? I the dark match they did for some reason with him and McIntyre at the end of thirty six. But you that can't was that joke. I know, I know. I was that was just gonna be a joke. Um I'm still Paul White stand. Big Paul Wright stand here. We're Captain Cena. Let's go. Shows no mercy. Um, so this is uh Sting's last week in AEW as Revolutions this upcoming Sunday. So they are throwing it all out. Um, I think YouTube has the best sting best of sting matches. They are doing remixes or trying to of like a certain air time frame for certain, you know, staying. So surfer staying, crow staying, joker staying, and then a W sting. Um, but you know, I think he's cutting a promo on one. Or he, did you see his promo from last week? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. About so the only good thing on that episode of demo. Well, I would, it's a little harsh. It, it wasn't the best episode of Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you um, are you excited for uh, the uh, Meat Madness match? Hell yes, I am. <laughs> About time uh, he fucking checked his DMs. <laughs> so. So revolutions this week. Let's uh, talk about. It. Let's uh, preview it and see. You know, I know one of us here might not watch it. We'll see. Um, but let's just start off with this match. It's a tornado tag team match for the AW World Tag Team Championship. Sting's last match. Sting and Darby Allen versus the Young Bucks. Will this be the main event? With them pushing it to be Sting, 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 is this the main event? It would make sense to be the main event. However... Do you want to send the fans home with him losing? Because I think he is losing. Um, that was my question. If it's if it's the main event, he can't lose because that. Or do you think they would be such a bummer he, for that crowd? But he doesn't strike me as one of the old timers that's going to be like, "I need to go over, brother." 
Oh, no, he for sure should lose his last match. My issue is who he's losing to. But like Uh, everybody who ever retires, he should lose on his way out, always. I think it's been perfectly booked. Makes sense. You have to hide the fact that he can't do much. So it had to be a tag match. Because he couldn't even do a ghost or uh, a smoke and mirrors match with Darby. Um, that would have been, in retrospect, that was a bad move. I'm glad they didn't do that. And they need someone who can bump around and do crazy shit. So I, I think they they picked the absolute best option they could. Hmm. I think it's uh, no. Do I don't think, think it will be. I don't think it will be the main event. Okay, or is I, I'm just gonna throw this out. Does he win and just kind of give up the title? You know, like just let him win, that's, go out. That's so but, lame. That is, that is such a lame WWE thing that I hope they don't do it. But it's not out of the question. Yeah, that's the well, only like, reason why I ask. If the whole point of these two chuckle clowns are to get as much heat as possible, it would be to beat Sting in his final match and send his old ass into retirement. If right. they lose, then that defeats the entire point of this whole fucking rebrand. Is this right. is, is this a better okay? I know you don't pe- people don't like the Bucks being the opponents, but oh, is I'm it, all is, in I, now. But it is at least better than having Kurt Angle's last match be against Baron Corbin. Against Corbin, yeah, no, it's much better than that. But that was terrible. But they, okay. well, they shouldn't have. I mean, they shouldn't have trotted out angle for that match anyway that was that's neither here nor there but god that was embarrassing yeah um so do you yeah. think this would be the first match or like second no, because of the no, joking with no no, no. I think be event? Event. okay yeah. yeah you can't have I, his retirement match going first i mean hell i no. just i just say because it's the bucks and, you know if they're not last or you gotta the be buy first, you know it's the buy-in what the hell um uh, Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong for the international championship. That'll be a really good match. Uh, Roddy has to win this. The way they've built it up. And the way they uh, they need to get more heat on Undisputed fucking Kingdom because Adam Cole's still fucking hurt and can't do anything and MJF's nowhere to be found. So if they want to keep this strong, they need to keep added shit. So he needs to win. Yeah. Um, I think Roddy has to win as well. They, you had uh, Wardlow's promo last week. Yeah, what was that promo about? <laughs> Does it not feel like he doesn't belong in the thing in the group? Even though I know he's doing that stuff too, well, but it's like what was, what... he just—I mean, I get it. He talked major shit about MJF. He was putting down Punk. I mean, he threw shade at everybody. Um. I don't remember him having a match with Punk where he beat him so badly he was never the same again. I don't either. But some was it just like it. maybe was it during the MJF feud? Did he like interfere yeah. or something and leave him lane? That could yeah. I can't remember. It could have happened. But... I think that was the. I think that sure was. Built... He sure put himself over fucking strong in that promo. He did. Well, if um, you don't believe in you, who is going to believe in you? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a true point. Yeah, that's true. I'm proof positive of that. Um, um, we believe in you, Corey. 
Well, at least one of us does. Except you like those damn lanterns for some fucking reason. Yeah. Nobody's perfect, I guess. Well, they're gone right now. So <laughs> you know, they're hopefully forever. I think I think they're visiting um you know, somewhere. Um Will Ospreay versus Konosuke Tashida. Uh, how about Konosuke Takeshita? <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! That I wasn't mean, even Tash- fucking close. Hey, I man, know. I tried my best. You weren't even in the same zip code. I mean, I'd just do Konosuke going forward. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> that was more offensive than Taka shit. Nah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that popped me. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're that was some... Match? I'm not sure, but I think that was some Pancrase fighter in the fucking 90s that you mentioned. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a fucking awesome oh. match. Um, Holy fuck. A match I didn't know I needed until they, they made it. And then I was like, yes, I need to see uh, this match. I, he fucking won't. Takeshita should fucking win. He could definitely use another big time win, but I don't think you want to start Osprey off with a big L on the first night of the job. Uh, you don't, although, but he it's could... he's kind of Teflon. It's Will Osprey, and Takeshita fucking needs something that's but, not beating old ass Chris Jericho. And ironically, that also feeds into Will Osprey's biggest problem, and uh, that he's he's got that Ric Flair syndrome where he'll fucking job every day of the week and not give a shit. And uh, he needs to do a little bit more of that. That doesn't work for me, brother, now that he's at that stage. Um, something to look out for. He he does. He he suffers from that. Like, yeah, I'll put the guy over. No problem. I like the, what is it, collision? Um, Guevara versus Hobbs. And they're like, and Chris Jericho's banned. It's like, well, yeah, he's on tour now, so he's gone for a while i'm hoping it's a never-ending fuzzy tour really let's hope but, let's hope um, on, buddy Holly. that match was that match was good Guevara and Hobbs. Yeah. um so, but yeah i know i'm looking forward to this match it's gonna be fucking probably my my best match of the night by, by a large mark at first i thought joe was gonna talk about sammy Guevara and jeff hardy uh, no I mean, that was nah joe Guevara has a jeff, hit list joe might jeff call harvey. him jeff harvey yeah jeff harvey and uh <laughs> Sammy Gunana. Um, Joe, the Mike Adamley of No Cell Entertainment. Yep. My bad. I just can't read. Um, For the AW Women's World Championship, Timeless Tony Storm versus Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, God, I hope Deanna wins. I am so done with this Timeless Tony shit. It jumped the shark months ago for me. Once the bell rings, it'll be great. No. <laughs> What now that she's been playing this timeless Tony fucking thing, she doesn't do half the work she used to. It's all character work now. Even during the match. Come out, cost of the match. Yeah, they did the cool shot of the black and white split screen, but other than that, once you know the match won't be in uh black and white, so it don't matter. That's what Um, you're worried about. Yes, of course. Um, just a tag match: FTR versus uh, Blackpool Combat Club. It's uh, Moxley and Claudio. Mm-hmm. It'll be a a good match. 
one of those they're too big not to be on the pay-per-view so let's find something for the four of them to do yeah um should be a good match you know it's just they're doing that oh, yeah, feud between bad. the two yeah but yeah but you're right it's just like well you know we have nine matches on this card and expect more for the hour the buy-in well that's fine i'm fine with that yeah. um I, yeah 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 i'm fine um, with the buy-in. I'm, I'm fine with more matches than four joe believe it or not <laughs> Um, what else? We have a singles match for the Continental Crown Championship. Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. And if Danielson loses, he must shake Kingston's hand. Well, I don't know. He never really agreed to that. He said on Saturday, if you watched Collision, he's like, he just, Kingston just said that, but I never said I'd do it. Um, this was it's, this has been booked really well. The collision main event with Brian Danielson and Drew Nakayama was really good, and with Eddie doing commentary, they did a lot of story uh, storytelling setting this up. It, it was really effective. Hmm. Does Danielson win, or do they continue Eddie? I I think Eddie wins because I don't think Brian wants to win titles. He just wants to have good matches with people. Yeah, he's in he's in having good matches and knocking dream matches off his list kind of mode. I don't think he wants any belts. Yeah. Is it it this kind of sounds like Sting. Sting doesn't want the tag belts, well, we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Um another ta- uh, title match, AEW TNT championship, Christian Cage taking on Daniel Garcia. Look. I told you guys a couple months ago that not only Khan, but a lot of the high-ups are fucking very high on Garcia, and they want to push him to be a big deal. They want to resign him. They want to make him a focal point. It's happening. Yeah. It's the... It, I was like, I've seen, it, it, I've seen the transition from dancer to now, you know, it has got over. His job. And it's not but... only that, but think back a couple of years. He came in a, a technical wrestler, but bland, never yep. cut a promo, swore regular tights. And now, I mean, it's been a, you know, he's he's done a lot of growing in the two years. It's, uh, yeah, he's become more of a complete package. Because he came in with Willow Yuta at the same time. Yeah. And they were, we were comparing the both of them at the time. And they kind of, I feel bad for Yuta because they just kind of, they put him in, in the, uh, BCC, which was good, but then they just kind of kept him at the young boy thing, where he just gets punked out by the other three. Yeah, and he continues to do good work, but they just don't do anything else with him. The like the one thing that throws me off with Garcia's um, daddy magic around with him all the time. Like every time he's out, I'm like, he's just going to screw him over, right? Like that's the plan. Like in that's my head, you know. Of, yeah, a lot of people are saying it, and you know what? I I could totally see it. Right, like every time he comes out, I'm like, "Oh, he's going to screw him over this time." For some reason, he's jealous of what Garcia's doing. And I then, don't want nope, him to. He, yeah, because I like the idea of some guys just being friends. Like, yeah, turns happen in wrestling in the A two, but I'm not a big fan of everything being a turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Sometimes just let a guy be friends. Yes, it's it's 
<laughs> it's just because like he comes out, does his commentary every time. Like, why? You know, like why it's just him? He's like, nah, he's my good friend. You know, it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, but they just... they've been using it for the, but now he does he does all of Rampage. Daddy yeah. Magic does, and they've been using him as commentary. That's why they do it. Yeah. Um, we have two more matches, and I already mentioned it. Uh, Meat Madness, as so far, it's Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Lance Archer. Hell yeah, getting that telling you. If TK finally opened his DMs, I've been telling him, Meat <laughs> Madness. Do you think, uh, we're, I assume we get Miro since he's oh no, been... because now are you kidding me? Because he'd have to job. Like, unless mm. they promised him the win, then he wouldn't want to do it. Is, do we think? Do you think it's just going to be a triple threat, or do you think I'm just trying? I off the top of my head, I can't think of any other. Um, I can't think of anybody else they'd add if Miro's not wanting. Or you know what? You know who would be cool to add is Brody King. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm looking at the but, roster now. I, I think you add Brody. I think you do. That get one of the Marco's not. Um, or you know what? Shane Taylor from Ring of Honor would be a good addition to that as well. They can go a lot of ways. But it's probably just going to be a three-way. Uh, Brian Keith? Do you think he's... He's too small. He's too small. Okay. Um, quick question since I'm looking at the roster. What the hell is Jake Hager doing now? Uh, he helped Orange Cassidy out the other day. So they, okay. But I think it's just because they were in Oklahoma. So they had him help him and get a pop so he can and then he wrestled on rampage with the hat he likes that hat i i i think if keith lee's healthy they bring him but i just don't know if he's he's not he's still he's gonna be out for a while (laughs) he had that he had setbacks with uh i think Uh, he had to have a double surgery again uh preston vance just get him in i mean yeah they could add him but i I think it's just gonna be three-way okay if it's the um, three-way, uh, I think naturally you're going to compare it to that match last year at Mania with Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew, which was physical. Brutal. <laughs> um, maybe in a couple months they could add Sheamus to the match. Sheamus O'Shaughnessy. Oh, yeah? As he's been making interesting X, X's, tweets, <laughs> X's. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, he's it's no surprise he's not happy with how they've utilized him. And uh, I think he's he's one of those. I think if he does leave, it'd be like Edge, it's not bitter, it's just like, look, I'm not being used how I think I could be. I'm gonna go over here and do stuff because he's got a lot of he's got Edge and FTR and all those guys over there that he lives around and hangs out with. So, I okay, from his standpoint, I get it. But in the year 2024, what are we else are we going to do with Sheamus that we haven't done already? Uh, basically the Intercontinental title, the only thing he's wanted to do for the last eight years. Like, isn't it's Drew a better title. version of Sheamus? Uh, mm, depends. Like, if you're talking like 2012, 2013 Sheamus, that, he's pretty fucking elite in my opinion. Like... Drew could be better, but it's not a blow away. Like in 2024, sure, yeah. Because Sheamus is, what, 45, 46? Um, 
still putting on great matches. But if you if I had to pick one these days, yeah, I, I would go with Drew. But if you're talking peak versus peak, it's a toss up to me. Fair. And then it is weird event. too because he's boys with Triple H, so that is kind of weird. Yeah, well, you know, if you're not, I don't know, if you want to be used a certain way. I, honest to God, he'd probably just be happy if they gave him an intercontinental run. He doesn't have to necessarily be Guther, but that's all he's wanted for the last eight years because it's the only title he's never won there. And he's made it perfectly clear that that's what he wants since like 2016. And it's the one thing they continually don't do with him. <laughs> Um, and then for the AW World Championship, Samoa Joe, Hangman Adam Page, and Swerve Strickland. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Adam Page may not be able to make it due to a personal issue, which nobody knows what it is, but that's why they did the ankle injury angle. Just in case he can't make it, there's a reason. Uh, to where it would be a one-on-one match at that point, which I actually think would be worse. Because I don't think Swerve's winning. And if Paige isn't there, Swerve's going to have to take the fucking pinfall. Which I think is bad. Because I don't think it's time to beat Swerve. But I don't think they're going to have Joe lose the title yet. So with Paige in there, at least it gave Joe someone to pin where you don't kill Swerve's momentum. But we'll see. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll see. Because I, I know internet was all uh, kind of like what Randy was, you know. Oh yeah, Mel- yeah Meltzer, page sells. Foot. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just he's really good at his job, like Orton. God, God forbid, guys, he fucking sells. Mel- uh, Meltzer, oh uh, yeah. Uh, report broken ankle. Uh, gonna miss some time, and then like twenty minutes later, it's like no, 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 he's fine. He just nah, sold Mel- it. Meltzer is straight up checked out. I knew he was checked out when he did something a couple months ago that he's never fucking done, and that was take a week off. Mm. Mm. And uh, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, he's checked out. Mm. So, um, you guys looking forward to this card? I think it's a great looking card, yes, I am. Booble? aspects of it. Um, yeah, I'll just say that aspects of it, not the whole card. Um, I really hate triple threat title matches. So I hope it's a one-on-one match. I know Swerve probably shouldn't be beaten out at this point, but if it's a very, if it's a really competitive match, not like a Joe beating his ass for twenty minutes match. If it's really competitive, I think a loss won't hurt him so much. If it's just yeah. Joe beating his ass for twenty minutes, then that's a step down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this hard. Um. You know, you get you meet madness. So, yeah. Is that what they're calling I, it? Is meet madness? Yes, they yeah. are. Corey we've just really been in those DMs. That is that is just that's Corey yeah. MacBook in one on one. Corey was like, <laughs> Hey man, listen, March Madness basketball. Let's do meet madness. Got it. You old son of a bitch. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I got to get in somewhere. But that is this upcoming Sunday. So, um, before we head out, we have homework. And I believe it was one Mr. Booble. It was. Uh, I struggled with how to word this. I don't think I did it right on the show last week. I don't know if I did it right in the text to you guys. I don't know. I saw what I was going for was just your top four in ring bell to bell rivalries. Uh, and for me personally, I don't know how you guys took it. For me personally, I tried to do feuds that weren't like WrestleMania main events. Because I could rattle off 15 of those that have great matches and over and over and over again. So I yeah. wanted people who just, like, they may have had feuds, for sure. You can't have a program without a feud. But it wasn't, like, main event level feuds. They were lower to mid-card feuds. That's kind of what I was, that's what I did for my list. Okay. All right. Um, Can I go first? Absolutely. It's mid-card, but I always thought Sting and Ravishing Rick Rude had great chemistry in W7. Ooh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, 90- Which is weird because Rick Rude also managed to get the best matches out of Warrior. Kind of weird that with both of those guys, he was able to to maximize them. And people say he Rude was... wasn't a good worker. Well, those people um, have CT. So he's very, <laughs> very good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll go I'll go next, Joe, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Uh I mean, this is right up our wheelhouse. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Dean Malenko. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hell, yeah. That's I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's how they introduced Ray to WCW, right? Was uh, Dean yeah. Malenko? Yeah. It's a great move, too. Worked like a charm. Mm. God, those matches were so good. They were. God, I, I miss those cruiserweight days. Um, for one of mine, I have. Is uh, Christian and Randy Orton one more match? Oh, yeah. That's that that situation. They had great chemistry. No shock that Christian made somebody's list because that dude yeah. is <laughs> fucking good, man. <laughs> it's almost unfair. He's too good. That's a good point. That's a good pick. Hmm. So I had, I tried really hard to think of an outside the box one for Bret Hart because I, I just immediately go to Bret Hart because he had such good chemistry with so many people. Oh, yeah. And it was too easy to go Sean, although they had insane chemistry together. Yep. And it was too easy to go Owen, although they had great chemistry together. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't want to go Austin because that's a big-time feud and they had great chemistry together. Mm-hmm. But it's it, – and it was main event level, but when business was down, he had – Equally great chemistry with Kevin Nash as Diesel. Um, easily giving Diesel his best matches of his career were all against Bret Hart, except for that one Shawn Michaels match. But um, he was really—it's funny because he was really good at maximizing everything that made Nash good. But at the same time, even Bret Hart, I thought, had terrible matches with Undertaker. <laughs> Seems to be a common denominator. <laughs> People keep telling me Mark Calloway is good. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
<laughs> if you fucking say so, I guess. Um, so I had Brett Owen as an honorable mention for mine because it wasn't yeah. technically main event, so it fell on my critique. But it was obviously it was a because like you, I was like Brett has to have somebody, but I was like fuck it, everything he's in has been main event level. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Because even when he was a tag team, like that was heavily pushed. Like that wasn't you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. So it was an honorable mention for me. So I'll go a different route. Um. Let me go Benoit and Jericho. Oh, yeah. Those two would just pound the piss out of each other. Yep. Canadian. Two different, or, uh, three different companies. Sorry. Four yeah. Companies? Fucking. Yeah, Japan, too. Fucking maple syrup violence on each other. Just fucking. <laughs> goddamn well, cucks. So, is it. So. Uh, let's see. Is it five? Did they work in Stampede? No, because Jericho okay. Stampede shut down before Jericho turned. Pro. Okay. So you have four different companies, fucking multiple continents. They just beat the piss out of each other for fucking decades. Yeah, they did. <laughs> God damn. Um, Joe, you next? Yeah, I am. Um, I got one, and they only had one match together. Oh, God damn it, Joe! That's a Mortal Kombat pick all over again. Well, hear me out. It was Benoit and Brett. Oh, they had two matches. They had more than one. Yeah, they had two matches. They had two that yeah, same no. year. Oh, okay. Well, there. There you go. I've got a double, and it just goes to how good he is. I've got a double, a guy you've already talked about, Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Both through ECW, WCW. Yeah, there's those two were fucking dynamite together. Dean Malenko doesn't get the credit he deserves. Well, sorry. He doesn't get the credit from other people besides us. We give yeah. him his fucking flowers. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we, we recognize greatness. Um, My next one... Mm, I have two left. One's a, a little more high profile. I'm a little under the radar. Well, not under the radar, but... Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, yeah. Those were crazy fucking matches. Yes, they were. Got to see one live. Very pumped about that. And it was, you don't expect two guys that size to be going fucking WCW Cruiserweight shit. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> but God damn, that was good. Yeah, they had insane chemistry. So, Joe, are you going to give us one where people have never wrestled now? Uh, yeah, I am. No, I'm not. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah, that's a no-brainer. God damn it. What did I think of that? God damn it. I didn't because I don't know. They've been even for indies, they've just been the main focal point for promotions. That's the only reason I didn't pick it. Yeah, I can see that. Like I see I hundred percent. Like that is like I even looked up a list and that was on it was it was a lot of people's like top two were those two. They have just like in it's insane chemistry. Oh, don't care. Yeah, because I wanted to go with yours. I liked your idea of like no main event level ones because my mm. honest number one pick is Flair Steamboat. But that was There's a main a... event. Yeah. 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 So I, I didn't go with that one, but that's my, that's my, I'll just go to. That, um, it was hard not to pick Flair because of that because all of his were like, that's why I didn't go Flair's thing, even though obviously. <laughs> yeah. So hmm, this is interesting. Where, where do I want to go with my last one? There's a couple in mind. 
Mm-hmm. And like I didn't know like Ring of Honor, like like the Zane, oh, like I didn't know that era of so I couldn't think of any because I I almost went Punk Joe, but that seems a little too like main event level. That was main event for Ring of Honor. Yeah, that was huge. yeah. Oh God! I'm I'm trying to think like lower, like TNA, Ring of Honor. So I have one more while you're thinking. If you want me to go, go ahead. Go ahead. And this one is for sure main event level. It's the one I broke my rule on because uh, I just, I couldn't think of another one, but I didn't want to go Austin Brett like something obvious. I went Savage and Warrior. They did have good chemistry. Like- it's funny. Yeah, it takes Rude or Savage. Those are the two guys who could pull like really good matches out of Warrior. Mm-hmm. So that's the one that's I went a, with with Savage Warrior. That, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to go with uh... fuck, I just had it until you said that. No, <laughs> Holy shit. It was from that era. It's from WWE. What, what was I thinking? Joe, do you have one? I I gotta I'll rethink. Just, I have to I'll rethink just, of the one. I'm just gonna do. I'll, I'll just do the one. Uh, Terry Funk and Foley. Oh Ooh. yeah. Ooh, Ooh, that's good. That's a good pick. Oh, I got it back. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. That's a. They were great together. Um, mine is a TNA one. Uh, it's AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. Hey, those two were so smooth together. And. <laughs> Corey, that's going to segue to something I want to do with you real quick. What? So Bleacher Report put together a list of, like, the 15 best in-ring rivalries. Yeah. And they had an honorable mentions list. I just want to read to you some of these feuds they considered honorable mention. They did not make their top 15. Okay. Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage. Ooh, uh, okay. Yep, didn't make the top 15. All right. Uh, this one... Oh, I'm gonna save that one for last because you're gonna you might punch me through the computer. Uh, Mankind to Taker, which if you want to find a Taker, there it is. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's got to be the preeminent feud of his career, even more so than Kane. Yeah, uh, Punk Joe, we talked about. Uh, how about this one, Jake Roberts and Rick Rude? Oh yeah, the, he hits on his his wife, puts her face on his crotch of his tights. Oh, damn. That was a hot feud when I first started watching. God damn, that's hot on my list. I'll tell you that. Uh, and that's what made the list because I laughed because AJ Styles and Daniels is on here. All right. Great I, list. Three more. Uh, Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, it, it didn't go long, but it was fucking awesome. And now, these last two are honorable mention. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. What? <laughs> okay. And Ric Flair and Harley Race. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that one was only big enough to to create the first ever Starcade. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> and Flair and Dusty only uh, propelled a decade's worth of uh, like <laughs> business for Crockett. Flair and the Dusty is the basis for every feud. Right? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. A little off the mark there. I was like, Jesus fuck, man. 
Oh, oh tell me crap. you didn't That's... grow up watching wrestling without telling me you didn't grow up watching wrestling. <laughs> right? <laughs> My God. God. Damn. That's why My to me favorite. Cody is such a paradox because he's his, he's his dad's son. But with the way he walks and dresses and acts, I mean, he, he's got a lot of Ric Flair in him. What was Rick oh, yeah. doing in uh, Charlotte oh, yeah. around uh, late 84? Everything is the answer. Apparently. To <laughs> Jesus. I believe, uh, Corey, you're up for homework. I have an interesting one. Um, we've done it before, just kind of riffing off, but we never really made a list. But I always find it interesting to, to, to think about. Now, it, it could be a person from any era, uh, from the olden era, the golden era, the current era, the ruthless era. I don't care. But I want a list of four people that would have fit into the Attitude Era of WWF, 98 to 2000. Got one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got one, too. Wait. yeah, Probably the same either. one. Yeah. It could even be people from that era, but we're in WCW or ECW. Oh, we, oh that's two, that's one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's one. <laughs> just uh, should, yeah, wait. Just, should we eliminate that one? Yeah, I think it's oh, the one we're all thinking of. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta take that one out. Everybody's okay. got that one. The obvious Those answer is Gus. Uh, yeah, caller, if you hear me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, from what oh. year, Corey? Sorry. It could be from any era. Just any people era? who would who you'd like to okay. see in the attitude era, who would have fit the attitude era. Okay. And yes, automatically disqualifying uh, big pop a pump. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Uh can I do something real quick? Because I just came across this. Uh I'm gonna find it one more second. I wanna make sure I read it right. Uh Pop something on a different show real quick, but it's something that we, I think, would all enjoy. Uh, this week on Wrestling With Regret, they are covering the career of Double J Jeff Jarrett. Oh, well, that's going to be fantastic, no matter what they say. It's no the Hall of Famer, Jeff Jarrett. That's damn right. Ain't he, he great? Right. Ain't I came, I came across, I was like, ooh, yes, please. That would be awesome, and I will be all for it. Smartest man in the business. Damn right. Have you, okay, uh, so I know you don't watch a lot of it. Online, the stuff that Jeff and Karen Jarrett have been doing with the Dark Order behind the scenes, like little video clips, are hilarious. They are so good. I have not seen any of that yet. If you have time, just check it out. It, it's well worth your time. It's it's Karen being the ultra bitch and Jeff being hilarious, talking down to the Dark Order. Dark Order <laughs> giving him shit. It's been good. Okay. I will uh, see if I can find it. And take a gander. A gander? But a gander? A gander, right? Is that, is that what the kids say these days? Man, before we leave again, Joe, you want to go ahead and tell me who Will Ospreay's opponent is in the revolution? <laughs> Konosuke. And we'll leave it sir. Oh, uh, no, nope, Konosuke. Konosuke, Konosuke. 
What is this, Mario Mario? What a hitter. What a hitter. Oh, so awesome. But before we head out, you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all the things we do for you. You can uh, find us all on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, X, the Instagram, and NoSo's Discord at NoSo Entertainment. You so we can... don't support Elon Musk. You can just call it Twitter. Fuck X. Okay, Twitter that's, it is. That's a good point. I certainly don't uh, stand for <laughs> Elon Musk, so fuck that guy. Twitter it is. I'm going to call it MySpace if he keeps fucking around. Damn right. You can maybe find us on threads. I don't know. Uh, but you can uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 